You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 15 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Azure MVP and Microsoft Regional Director Magnus Martinson. <laughs> Well, hey, it's Christian Buckley with Collab Talk, and I'm here with Magnus, who I just ran into randomly on yes. campus. So, Completely introduce ready. yourself. Hi, hi, everyone. I'm Magnus Martinson from Sweden. I'm an Azure MVP and a regional director, and I run my own company, LoftySoft, where I basically help other people get really good at using the cloud. And by the way, I think I mentioned to you, I can't remember an update. So my son is south of Stockholm in ah. Linköping. Linköping, yes, Link that's Link right. Yeah. So it's the like the fifth or seventh biggest city? Yeah, something like that. Something it's like it's that? Uh, middle of Sweden, uh, or well, the bottom middle, middle. It's a funny term because uh, most of the people live in the south. Right. So it's, it's south of Stockholm, right. nor- north of Malmö, where I live. But it's more of an urban where he he was out in uh, out on the west coast in uh, Kungsbacka. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good place. He just experienced his coldest day ever of minus 24 Fahrenheit. Yes, it's cold right yeah. now in Sweden, but yeah. it's unseasonably cold. It's, oh, is it? It's not usually this cold. Ah, ah. Anyway, yeah, people, all... th- people think we live in the, like, the North Pole or something. We right. don't. We don't. Close to it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so Magnus and I met. We were both uh, the MVP reporters at Ignite yeah, and yeah. community uh, I, reporters. Community yes, reporters. Yes. And I think we're we're going to be again. I think they're we're on the list. <coughs> oh God! I um, have I they reached uh, we'll out? We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. It was a lot of work. Oh my God! It was fun. It was, it was. crazy. It was a whirlwind. Uh, we we got to see basically uh, Ignite behind the scenes, which uh-huh. is very exciting, and and see how that machine operates. Uh, I have it, to say it, though. Being with the keynote going on, of course, we're like I was there on the floor. Yeah. I remember. So, were you over in the the box where, yeah, for I that? Say, yeah, I was. Yeah. But they, so they come back to me at one point where I'm sitting there with voices and they're talking to me the whole time, and I've got the light like getting ready in my face, yes. and they're like, "And what are your thoughts about what they just said in the, the keynote?" And I'm like, "I didn't hear anything." <laughs> I didn't, I, it was yeah. great. Uh, yeah, it was. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was the best thing ever. Now I was out on the yeah. floor once, and the, and uh, the whole crew that we were filming with, we were doing an interview, pretty mm-hmm. much like this. Yeah. Uh, so we were geared up, we're waiting for the interview, waiting for the queue from Seth Juarez to go over to us, and there we were, standing and waiting, and the whole team just missed his queue. So the, 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 the cut over to me was like, and then I hear, and then you're and standing, then, and then I, yeah, and then I hear Seth go, are you, are, are you hearing me, buddy? Yeah. And I was like, yes, oh, yes, yes, I do, I'm here. <laughs> it was really fun. I thought it, it went pretty um, smoothly otherwise. Yes, uh, yes, yes. So we're, we're talking about so some of what's going on, and obviously we're at the MVP Summit. We're standing outside of Building 92. Building 92. Where you can come and visit because the, I mean, it's all it's under construction. It's a visitor center. It's a visitor yeah. center. It has the store. The store, and yeah, Microsoft store. It's all under construction as there's the perpetual, you know, under construction that's yes, happening. Reno- renovating. Yeah. The stuff that's Remodeling. going on. Yep. Um, and so, like, my, so a lot of the office servers and services are all upstairs and the sessions that are going on. You've been over in building 33. 33 has been a lot yeah. of Azure over there. Right. Um, so yeah, a bunch of new stuff. Of course, I'm, I'm quite closely tacked to Azure, so I've been, I've been camping out over there the whole week. Well, yeah. just if you have time, if you walk over to 34, yeah. if you just go into the lobby, mm-hmm. you'll be able to pick up the signal on Foursquare and check in at the share quilt. There you so, go. just yeah. saying, yeah. Yeah. you stop my campus. Oh yeah. So, uh, so we were talking about you know some of what you're focused on and what you're working on. And yes. So I uh, absolutely I have um, you know a focus on line of business applications. I help customers kind of take whatever it was that they had on premises or as a service uh, as a, as a software uh, product that they ship to customers and and then 
transform that? What, what type of an architecture would that translate into in, in, the, in Azure? And what are the steps for migration? Uh, it takes them uh, maybe a few steps to get it right in Azure, but what, are, what do we do in the meantime? And, and to be able to come over there and then sort of change whatever you had into using modern, more like modern technologies. It sounds like the other ones are outdated, but right. cloud-based services, like right. such as, uh, for instance, the ability to run Service Fabric. You could run Service Fabric anywhere, right. but it runs really well in Azure. Right. Uh, the, the ability to use um, Cosmos DB for storing your data, those kinds of things. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I was, we were talking about some scenarios yeah. where that, that, like you have some customers, maybe give some examples. Yeah, yeah. So I, without mentioning any names, okay. I have a, a, a rather large, large ISV right now that I'm working with. Um, they have, you know, when I think rather large, they're not, you know, stupid, stupid large. They're just sizable. They have at least 500 databases, and that's respectful. I yeah. mean, it, it's no, it's no small thing anymore. Right. What they also have is that they have these things. They have their data on and on three and their applications running on three continents. So they have three geographical locations. They have East Australia, uh, which is the smallest one. They have uh, Eastern US, which is the second smallest one, and the largest current customer base uh, based in the West Europe data center. Uh, so do you run in any of the, <coughs> like the geolocation, and I know it's in Azure, but as far yeah. as the, da the Azure data centers that are there, and so, I mean, it, it, is that is the part of the reason you have, uh, you, well, you have the ability in Azure, depending on the geo, to select which yeah, servers, so you which, can, you, which environments it's out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, in, in my customers' case, they, they have some uh, domains that they browse to to get into the applications, and that starts off with the traffic manager, mm -hmm. pointing them, directing them to, yeah, you're closest to the Europe uh, mm -hmm. cluster, so we'll send you to the Europe endpoint, right. and they will get into the application itself. And then, of course, there is this, uh, this challenge of where the data is located, because the data needs to be located close to the application, otherwise, right. uh, you know, latency would kill right. it, it wouldn't work at it's, all. It's where that, that, that Microsoft made-up word comes in play of performant. It yeah. needs to be a performance system. It needs system. to be performant, yes, yes. very important yeah. performance. Yeah. And so therefore, um, and they have to have their data for those customers in Europe. Yeah. But what about the same, you know, when the scenario when the, these are large companies that are, are customers of my customer, the right. end customer of the, of the of this service that they're building, um, that what if they have workers also in Australia? People that will be uh, moved by the traffic manager to the Australia applications, the deployments down there or down under, right? Right. Um, how do we do it then? Because the data was—I just told you—the data was in Europe. So right. What do you do, right? Yeah. So that's where all these kinds of uh, data migration strategies comes into play, and that's where you know you can do lots with storage and move. You can have copies there's of data. Replication, in, in data there's replication. There's actual locations. migration. Yes. Right. But I, I love uh, specifically uh, a, a service. You know, can really very much appreciate a service such as. The, the Cosmos DB, where you can literally point and click, and, and, and when I say literally, it's on a map. Yeah. Okay, so you have the data center dots on the map, and my data is in Europe, I would like to have a copy of this data automatically always synchronized also to Australia. Of course it won't be, uh, you know, instant, instant real time enough, or... that makes no sense because right. because the you know the speed of light and uh, right. many hops around the world and yeah, that's that sort of, dang there is, speed of light. Yes, there's, there's yeah. that, you know, it's yeah. a reality we have yeah. to face. But Not until we get our warp cores, then we're going you know, to... Uh, then we yeah. just beam the data right. Around right. The, yeah, right. through the planet. Right. Right. Anyways, so what that turns into, I mean, it's, it's a scenario where you can build, start to build applications that are, are not really, they don't really care anymore about uh, data locality. Uh, this used to be a huge challenge for building global applications in the past. You had to do a ton of legwork yourself and, and you know, difficult to, you know, how do we resolve conflicts and all these things. Um, a lot of this is, is just completely now handled by the Cosmos database. Hmm. 
incredible. Well, that's very cool. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know what, what's available that's out there. I mean, if people find out more about that. I mean, where should oh, people go and, well, and learn they, first? Well, they basically go to azure.com, whack Cosmos DB, and, and figure stuff out. Tell me. Yeah, tell, yeah. tell there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Hi. <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, so, definitely, uh, check, it, check out Cosmos DB. Also, just learn about the basics, the fundamentals of, of such things as Azure storage. Because if you know and understand the features of those uh, services, uh, bottom level, uh, not as in, not as in, in they're bad, but as, as in fundamental storage uh, capacities. If you understand how that works, your that will impact how your architecture works. Right. So that's basically where you go to Azure, check out storage, check out Azure, uh, Cosmos DB and Service Fabric while you're at it. It's a good thing, definitely. And then, how can people get in touch with you if they want to find out more about? Ooh, uh, I'm no up man online, so I'm very very findable. Uh, basically, on every social media, I am no up man. Um, so I think that's uh, where you'll most easily find me. Well, link and things that are out there. You know, Magnus, a lot. Thanks a lot for your time. I'll yeah. let you get back to your either your shopping or back over. Uh, I'm to gonna go back the to the session, sessions. So yes. I'm gonna go get into the next session as well. Thanks. So it's great right. seeing it's you. It's been a pleasure talking yeah. to you. Right. I'll see you at the end of the summer at the at Ignite. I will see you there, right? Oh my gosh, yes. I hope All so. Right. <laughs> I'll see you.